Here's to swimming with bow-legged women, and welcome to Five Movie Madness. I'm your host, Matt Jansen, and with me, as always, is Joe. Everybody, hold on to your butts. Love it. And Corey. Life uh, finds a way. Beautiful. Excellent stuff. Both very appropriate. If you haven't guessed, this week we are doing our top five personal favorite Steven Spielberg movies. This was a good list. This was fun. I, My opinion, probably a lot of other opinions, greatest director of all time. Just like looking at the list of his movies and like blockbuster, 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 block. Like he just like hits it out of the park like almost every single time. Dude, I, I made my um my initial list, like opening up IMDb and just going straight down like the 61 movies he's directed. Mm-hmm. I was like, these are the 10 that I'm like, in my opinion, are head and shoulders above the rest. I made my first list and I was like, all right, these three are without a doubt going on my list. And then I fought with myself for six days until about an hour before we started recording. I messaged you guys. I was like, this list, man, I just, I had yeah. to, I, there was like a gleaming omission and I was like, can I really not put this on my list? I can't. I can't. No, the I whole to... list is invalid. I have to start over. <laughs> Tear it down. Kinda. Like, <laughs> it was, it was, oh, it's fucking awful. Yeah, I had, I knew what my number one and I knew what my number five were going to be. And then, like, I also out, knew my number really one and number five. <laughs> the, well, because my five is usually a pick for me. Like, I like this. I don't know if anyone okay. else is going to have right. it on there. Well, I think I know what your number five is, actually. But and that's not. I, I don't think you do. I don't think you do. Okay. Yeah. All right. That might have bubbled. I have talked about that movie quite a few times, but we'll see. We will see. I have no idea where anybody's anything's going to be at this point. Like, it could. You should, you should know I, some I, number I'm ones. I'm I know you're number one. All right. <laughs> yeah, I th- I mean, I'm fairly certain I'm confident with some number ones, but. I mean, I, I don't. I'm pretty one note when it comes to this. <laughs> you know, you don't see many surprises out of my no. list. Oh, some surprises. Lower uh, down. Yeah. Well, Corey, are we delayed? You, I mean, uh, maybe. That's a yes. Yeah, that's a yes. <laughs> okay, you're delayed by about five seconds. Fair enough. Well, now you're back. Great. Because <laughs> you answered that right away. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. That's unbelievable. All right. Let's just let's just I'm power gonna, I'm going to just keep myself Yeah. Huh? Hmm? I won't say a whole lot no. unless I know that there's a gap. Mind the gap. Mind the gap. Am All I right. back yet or no? Yeah. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> that was like 30 seconds after I asked the question. Yeah, that was that was another 3 seconds, 3 to 4 seconds. What did we do last time? The topic? No, just to when this happened, did we switch something up? Oh, I don't remember. I forget if Corey rebooted his internet or if we just let it lie or I don't remember. I can I can grab my laptop and zoom on the laptop and it might be. I th- I think that's what we did last time. Okay. And then just Shall record we pause? this. Yeah, and then just record this on this. Should I do a three, two, yeah, one pause? Then? Do you want to pause it? Or you just want to let it let it run. It's yep. up to Joe. I guess just let it run. Okay. I don't know what's easier, honestly. So. We'll let it run then. Yeah, yeah. Well, Corey, just you're going to keep recording the, the audio chance. on the same file, yeah, right? Just on the off chance that we don't play it. Yeah, I'm not changing the audio recording. I'm just going to... Okay, so then, yeah, keep it running. Zoom yeah, yeah. Another zoom. Okay. okay. Yeah, because if we're all yeah. equal and I can cut out the all same right. chunk, uh, that's Give helpful. me, like... Yeah, give me 30 seconds to just go grab the laptop. One, 
two, three. I don't think he, he's going to hear me. <laughs> Do we end this Zoom session, or is he able to just pop right in? I think he's able to pop I right in. I think he's right? able to pop right in. Like, okay. we'll have that weird, unfriended guy we didn't invite. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Laura was a real nice girl. Yeah, right? I was a big fan of her. Was. Corey, sometimes we finish each other's sentences. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> Are you muted? Yeah, I was muted on that one. Try that. Oh, okay. Okay. try that one more time. <laughs> Corey, sometimes we finish each other's sentences. Good enough. All right. <laughs> it, it, do, is there a weird frozen me on your guys' screen too? Yeah. Yes. That's, this. He looks a little distraught. I, he he and is. On my on my end, you're significantly louder, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's going to affect anything. I so. think it's. I think you're using the laptop mic. That's why. Uh, okay, so that's good. That's fine, for editing purposes. Yeah, as, as long as he's re- still recording with the regular mic on the regular computer. I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then that's that's fine. We'll 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 deal with the little janky audio as long as we're in good time. Yeah. Very good. All right, that's that. All right. Beautiful. We're at eleven twenty-five, roughly. Give or take. So, uh, okay, I'll just so. I'll just get into how the show works. Yep. Sure. Yeah. All right. So, how the show works? We've each have created individual top five lists, which will be revealed to you now. That was a bad sound. <laughs> Followed by no more Corey. <laughs> Don't stop! I just had to close the door so we didn't get. Oh, okay. No, but With, yeah. when you stood up, it was like... It was the dramatic really, reveal sound. Yes. <laughs> oh. Whoops. Okay. Right. So how the show works. We have each created individual top five lists, which will be revealed to you now. There will be a round of five, four, three, and so on. If a movie appears on multiple lists, we will table that conversation until a later part in the show. Without further ado... Joe, what's your number five Steven Spielberg directed movie? My number five Steven Spielberg directed movie. I like to rephrase sentences. I learned that in like English class. There you go. Is uh, it's just for me. It's Ready Player One. I figured it'd make one of your lists. I really wanted. I, I you know, what? I decided that I've seen this movie three times already. I'm gonna see it again. It's more rewatchable than a couple other Spielberg movies for me. So it's gonna be my number five. It's great fun. It's my virtual reality future dream scenario. Someone hurry up and make this happen. It, it was definitely one of the ones that was a harder cut for me. I, got, I was like, where can I fit this in? And it was like a square peg in a round hole situation where I was like, I, I want it on the list, but I can't. I just couldn't make it. I couldn't make it fit. But uh, it's, it is a, it's a fun watch, too. Uh, you know, you could do the... Oh, is it better than the book argument all day long? But always. But yep. like, if you take that out of it, like if you didn't read the book and you just went and saw the movie, it's a fun movie to watch. Like, there's, I, I have a great time watching it every time I do. I like all the pop culture references. Yeah, it's definitely good. It was an easy cut for me, though. I just feel there's more iconic films, but I get it. I mean, your your five is yours, right? So pretty much. Yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, it's not it's not by far the best movie that's. Spielberg has made or directed, I guess. It's not really close, but for me, I have a ton of fun watching it, and it's probably the most rewatchable movie on my list. Have you tackled Ready Player Two yet? I have not. 
I heard from you that it wasn't great, so I don't, no, no, I'm I don't know if I'm going to. Another, another person's opinion. Okay, now, maybe so. maybe I'll, I'll try to read it to give yeah, you that. give it a whirl. I got a decent list. Did you say uh, this is one of his more rewatchable movies? For me, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> well, there's a couple movies that got cut from the list in lieu of this making five that I'm going to definitely watch this more instead of. Sure, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, Corey, number five. Uh, again, movie more for me than uh, I guess some of his more iconic movies, but Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. They were going to table that. Sir. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a little table. You know what? That makes me really, really happy. That makes me super happy. All right, let me just write, write down that really long title. And Last Crusade, LC. LC, yeah. <laughs> TLC. Yeah, but I got, I got to read it, like, later, so I'm going to be like, oh, what was that again? Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> you must be quoting TLC. <laughs> no one says. What is this great creep like this? <laughs> I don't know Anyway. <laughs> uh, for me, my number five is Catch Me If You Can. Bubbled just outside. That is a, that's a table. That's a table. Okay. Ooh, that's fantastic. I'm loving right. the way this is already shaking out for me. Joe, I'm really curious about like what didn't make your list now. <laughs> well, we'll find out as we how, move how many it. how many movies has he directed? Sixty one. Sixty one. So like fifty six movies didn't make. I know, list. but like, I figured there was like a clear cut, like top three or four. So, okay. All right. We'll 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 see. This is gonna be fun. Um, Joe, what do you got for number four? My number four is uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I imagine we're tabling again. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Corey, number four. Uh, E.T. the Extraterrestrial. That's a table, guys. That all doesn't right. surprise me at all. Nope. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Quick, quick moving show so far. <laughs> we wish I'd talk more about Ready Player One. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna get to a log jam up around two or three. It's gonna be ten minutes there. I expect my number four to be a table. It's a little film called Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's Park. a table. That's, that's okay. a bubble for me. What is your Joe, list? <laughs> I, th- all right, I have a prediction now what you did. and I, I, th- I have a prediction what you did, and I don't like it. <laughs> no, no, I, I get it. I get it. I, I consider the same thing if my prediction's right. So, Okay. I guess we're up to number threes then, Mr. Sure. Joe. Uh, my number three is Catch Me If You Can. Okay, guys, we can talk about it. Yep, yep, yep. I hadn't seen this movie in a while, so I ended up just movie clipsing it because I just didn't have time. I watched like three movies for this list that I hadn't mm-hmm. seen before, but I forgot that I like this movie this much. I'm all I'm here for con man stuff. And Leo plays it to perfection. Tom Hanks is good as the guy chasing him down. Carl Handrady. Yes. It's like, because it's based on a true story, but it's like not a real famous true story, but it's like a really cool story. It seems like it should be a really famous story because it's awesome. It right, but I guess you know, I, if like the internet was around when this was going on, I feel this would be like a viral sensation. Like, oh, this guy's doing all this stuff and... People would be like, the That's articles true, yeah. would be written, would be people no would be retweeting and, and blogging. They might make a movie eventually, but I guess, um, what the hell, Frank Abagnale? Abagnale, right? That's yeah. his name, Junior. 
It's, he yeah. probably would have used like social media to his advantage. That might have put like a whole new wrinkle on it. But like they would have yeah. had a Twitter thread him and Carl Hanratty back and forth <laughs> <laughs> trying to catch him. Right. Exactly. Well, he he knew who he was. Um, I I like this movie a lot. I saw it in theaters as a kid. Um, and I remember when like it popped up like directed by steven spielberg i'm like oh wow okay this is gonna be really good like i i didn't know going into it i saw my <laughs> oh, parents <laughs> i'm sold i'm in guys um yeah tom hanks leonardo dicaprio the acting in this is uh, pretty phenomenal it's, it's a great cast you got a young amy adams i think martin sheen's in it as well yeah, there were a lot more people in it than i remembered yeah and uh jennifer garner's in it yes she yeah she's the, she's the yeah. hooker she knows she's an actress right <laughs> actress <laughs> I watched clips. I had no context. I didn't remember. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a cool scene. I love, like, the old-style, like, airports with, like, the flight attendants wearing, like, their, like, outfits. And it's just that 60s look and feel. I feel like this movie captured it really well. And, uh, yeah, it's not like when you think of Steven Spielberg, I don't think this movie jumps out at you. Like, that's something that you kind of have to, like, They do a little bit of a double take. You're like, oh, he did catch me if he can? Yeah, like, oh, how can I leave that off my list? Like, that, that's what it was for me. But, like, mm-hmm. I this has been, like, one of my favorites for a while. Like, I rank things in my head all the time. So I'm constantly doing, like, top five Tom Hanks, top five Leonardo DiCaprio. So it was, like, I going into this list, I'm, like, okay, it's not the most successful or the best Spielberg by far, but I definitely have to include it somewhere because I just like talking about it. I feel like everyone likes this movie. People probably don't probably. realize that it's Spielberg, but I don't think I've met someone who's like, catch me if you can. Nah, I don't like that movie. Christopher Walken would be remiss. Oh, he he got him. nominated for Best Supporting Actor for this, right? Right. Yeah. He plays Mouse the dad. Does he play his dad? Abagnale's dad? Yep. Frank Abagnale Sr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good movie. It is very good. I need to rewatch it in full soon. Yeah. Sure. I remember that was a tough Blu-ray for me to find also. Like, I constantly looked for it, and this wasn't, like, on the shelf ever. That's weird. Yeah. I think I, think I have an old-school DVD. I bought it in Virginia. Like, their Best Buy just had an obscene Blu-ray section. It was a treasure trove of lost <laughs> Blu-rays. <laughs> Pretty much. I got a lot that day. <laughs> anyway. You got to stock up when you find them. That's it. All right. Moving on, then. Corey, what do you got for number three? Jurassic Park. Okay. We can talk about okay. it. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm a little surprised it didn't make anybody else's list, but here we are. No, it's fine. It was a table from earlier. Yeah, for it me. made a. Oh, made it was a, a table. List. That's what it was. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a bubble for me. Yeah, I, I mean, you could come at this movie from a lot of different angles, and have a good argument for why it's one of Spielberg's best movies. Right? The story is super interesting. It's a unique story that they're telling. Um, visually, it's stunning. Uh, it it was made in what 92 93 if you turned it on if you popped that into a into a blu-ray player right now and watched it it holds up it doesn't look it really bad. does like what they were they they were able to accomplish with between like these of practical effects versus like early age cgi is incredible or, I mean, they may probably didn't even have any CGI, right? They may have all been practical. Thank God, most, because CGI would have anim- ruined this. Yeah. Mostly animatronic. Yeah. So, like, the animatronics in this is unbelievable. And again... On point. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a fun story. Like, the science behind 
the story makes sense, whether it's whether it would work or not is almost irrelevant. Like it's it's not such a broad like jump that it's like that's ridiculous. There's no way that would happen. Like it's it's feasible. It works in the world they present it to us. Exactly. In. Yes. Yeah. That's it. You don't question the logic. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah. Um. It, so I just and to this day, if they make a Jurassic Park, I am going. I don't care how dangerous it is. I will go to a Jurassic pass, Park. Hard pass. But I will, I will absolutely take my vacation to Jurassic Park. No question. I mean that that would depend on location and price. Sure. Me. Also, also but, a good point. <laughs> good point. Good point. Uh, um. Yeah, I didn't see this movie until I was 26 years old when they re-released it in theaters. It was just one of those ones that always slipped through the cracks. And I was blown away. Like, it's um, it's stunning. I They didn't remaster anything. They just showed the original print, and it was like, it, it holds up. The movie's almost 30 years old, and it looks like it was made last week. That's a great testament to the filmmaking. Mm-hmm. The story's fine, the acting's fine, but you go there for the dinosaurs, and you're not disappointed. You go there for the dinosaurs and the shirtless Jeff Goldblum. And Always I like how Jeff Goldblum. Spielberg kind of does a rushed version of Jaws with the T-Rex reveal, right? So, like, you expect the T-Rex to show up at multiple points in the first act, and it doesn't, and you're disappointed as an audience member, and then, boom, the reveal happens, but it's, like, at the conclusion of the first act where in Jaws it's, like, beginning of the third act. So, I, I like, he took an older movie and, like, with the same premise, so to speak, and just like accelerated it, and I appreciated that. It would have been way worse if you see the T Rex for the first time in Act Three. Oh yeah, like definitely. this movie's. I'm here for the dinosaurs, bro. Yeah, right. But you see the other dinosaurs, but you know T Rex is like yeah. the king of the dinosaurs. I would say it's the most probably. famous dinosaur. I would argue. Sure, but going away from this movie, like everyone's talking about the raptors, <laughs> right? You'd be remiss not to mention the raptors in this. For real, yeah. Sam Neill has a hard on for the raptors, like. <laughs> throughout the entire film so poor wayne knight poor wayne knight kind of not really i wanted them to find the barbasol can like in one of the sequels i think you find it in the video game but not in uh like that would have been a good premise for like jurassic park two or three yeah yeah probably would have been better yeah you know i mean that's like an easy thing to go back to but i don't know in my opinion too there's only one good jurassic park movie the first one i don't i don't care for any of the other any ones? Any of the other ones. World was fine enough because they just remade, basically remade Jurassic Park. It's not good, but like... Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've seen part of two. I've never seen the third one. I've never seen the second Jurassic World. Like, I, I don't care. Third one has Tia Leone and William H. Macy in it. It's weird. That I, seems weird. I will always watch a Jurassic Park. I'll, I'll watch any of the sequels. I mean, I, I won't go back to them the same way that I go back to Jurassic Park. But if it's on and people want to watch it, it's like, okay, I'm not going to be mad about it. If that makes sense. The Jurassic World, the first Jurassic remake, I will go back to. I like that movie enough. Um, I don't think it's going to stand the test of time like Jurassic Park did by any stretch of the imagination. As good as it may or may not be, it's it's not the original. And no, there's that, just something about the, cool. There's something about this movie that's just special, right? And, and I think that's the thing about this list is that, like, as we continue to progress through this top five, we keep we're going to keep talking about movies that are legitimately special as far as filmmaking is concerned. And Jurassic Park definitely sure. makes that list. It's like there are, people don't make movies like this. Like this is a special, special moment in cinema that like this thing exists. Yeah. And, and for the future sequels too, Spielberg stopped after the second one. Right. So 
they kind of just took his uh, vision and like ran with it. Yeah. What's cool too is uh, it's, I mean, he's an EP on the other ones, except for I think the third Jurassic Park. I think probably because he has some ownership of the rights. So oh, okay. If, so he just he was just like, yeah, if, send me a check. Yeah, <laughs> Jurassic World is like one of the top ten highest grossing movies of all time, I believe. Also, so if that's the case, why not get free money? Yeah. I mean, so. I'm not gonna turn down money. Also, the fact that this first movie, based on a Michael Crichton novel, was so popular, Spielberg almost forced it uh, figuratively put a gun to Michael Crichton's head and said, "Write another book." <laughs> And, uh, they made Let me the exploit you. <laughs> Pretty much. So, the book is vastly different than the movie too. I read the book like a couple of years ago, and I was like kind of surprised. So, I have anyway. heard that. Moving on to my number three, we can talk about this one also. It's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. What? Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is my favorite Indiana Jones movie. Same. I've come around. It's also my favorite. Yeah. Yep. This is so, this is the best Indiana Jones movie. Yep. It is uh it's 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 like the most fun. I I like kind of So the first one's amazing. The second one I think is crappy. I don't really I don't really like Temple I've of Doom. I've still never seen it. For, for a variety of reasons I don't I don't like it. And uh, um the love interest in Temple of Doom is like highly annoying, like super 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 annoying. And I feel like in this one even though there is a love interest kind of they kind of replaced the main love interest with his father and Sean Connery. And I love the back and forth that, uh, that Sean Connery and Harrison Ford have in it. That kind of makes the movie for me that, and it's the most fun traps. It's they're, they're, they're going after the coolest artifact in my opinion. Yeah, the journey is the coolest. Yes. It's, it's, it's awesome. The, the last like 15 minutes when he has to go it alone through, through all those things. Oh, the it's puzzles. Like, oh, it's dope. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Yes. Ama- the leap of faith. Come on. I remember <laughs> watching this on uh, channel 11. Because they had like the Saturday afternoon movie, and I've never seen it before. And he does a leap of faith. And then and it the went way... right to commercial. Yeah, well, he's walking across, and he throws the rocks on. I'm like, oh, I get it now. Because I didn't, I could, I couldn't tell by the um, the camouflage, like so to speak. And like, I was like, oh, what an amazing touch. I was like, so like riveted by it. It's it's so yeah. good. The the end of the movie is, I, yeah, right. Like as far as like climaxes of the Indiana Jones movies is concerned, it is far and away the best. Like, yet them opening up the Ark of the Covenant and having to keep your eyes closed and watching all the face melts, cool, sure. But Indy actually going through those trials is unbelievable. Absolutely. Yeah, and you have his dad commenting as he's commenting too, so you get like that relationship in it also. Also, the young Indiana Jones scene at the beginning of the movie is really cool. It's really well done, as River Phoenix playing a young Indiana Jones, and he uh, he does a good job with it. Yeah, like if they wanted to continue that and make like a, a, a string prequel, of movies, a young Indy. Well, technically, Temple of Doom is a prequel. It takes place before. Like, oh, like it's a good prequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they I made say a that series. without seeing Temple of Doom. I think they made a series called Young Indiana Jones. I don't know when it came out, but it sounds really that sounds familiar. right. Yeah, but, but uh, I would like a string of movies about him like moving up in his field. That that would have been pretty cool for me. So I don't know. I, I love this movie. I know a lot of people have Raiders higher, but uh, not here. No, not here, not here at all. But you're not wrong if you like Raiders more. No, Cer- certainly not. I was in your camp until I saw Last Crusade. So if you're okay. in that camp, I would say. Watch Last Crusade again and see if you 
You're still a Raiders person. <laughs> sure. For sure. All right, boys. Moving on to number twos. Joe, what do you got for number, number twos? Two? My number, well, apparently, this didn't make either of you guys' list, but my number two is Schindler's List. I couldn't do it. It's on my bubble. That's not the thing I thought you were going to do, by Okay. The way. Well, that's, I'll, I'll find out afterwards what you thought I was going to do. Sure. I thought you were going to put Raiders and... Oh, okay. No, no, no I didn't double yeah. up. Okay. Yeah, I watched Schindler's List for this. I, for the first time? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I <laughs> thought it was amazing, but I hated watching it, Definitely. which I guess is the point. I, th- I think it's a movie that everyone should see. Mm-hmm. This is, without a doubt, it's not my favorite Spielberg movie, obviously, because it's number two. It's, it's, I never want to watch it again, but... I think it's the best movie he's ever made. He won Best Picture for this. Yes. And deservedly so, because it's it's haunting, it's it's uplifting at parts, but it's 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 a journey. It, it's three hours and fifteen minutes of just pain. Pure I I it's can't pain. even. It's describe uncomfortable it. to watch. And I mean that's what it's supposed to be. It's not meant to be a fun watch, right? Like we just talked we just got done talking about Last Crusade and how no. much fun it is to watch that movie. Schindler's List is not this fun is to watch. a complete reverse of that. It's an amazing movie, yes. but it's it hurts. There are moments of, of, of levity that he throws in there, which are skillfully done, because you shouldn't be able to laugh during Schindler's yeah. List, but there's like one joke that hits. Um, artistically, it's 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 beautifully done. Yeah. I love the black and white mm-hmm. with, the, with the colorized and certain aspects. Yeah, the I framing really... colors and then the couple of things in there, yeah. It's very good. It's incredibly acted. Um, Liam Neeson plays Oscar Schindler. Does a great job. I think ben, I think Ben, ben Kingsley. Kingsley yes, this is a factory did he manager. Ah, uh, I, I think he did. Don't remember. Definitely nominated for best supporting actor. It would not surprise me in the slightest bit. I'm looking it up. And right then now. that's Ray Fiennes, right? As the, yes, uh, as the, the. Holy crap! He's probably one of the most evil figures in like cinema history. When you go back and like watch this, he's a bad dude. Yeah, he is a bad um, dude. He, he plays it well. Um, I own this movie. I don't think I've seen it in school. I think I watched it when I when I bought the movie. But even though I own it, I feel like I should own it. But I'm never gonna like watch it again. Yeah, like it's I was. Just, it's, it's so painful. When I was watching it for this, there it was three ninety nine to rent, seven ninety nine to buy. I'm like, I'm sure this movie is good, but like, I'm never gonna watch this again if this goes the way I think, and it did. Yeah, like the liquidation of the ghetto, like oh, uh, everything. It's tough. It's the, the, tough the girl to in the red coat. It is. It's, it's, yeah, it's mm-hmm. one of those rare movies, though, where it almost makes more sense being in a classroom setting. Like I like. The, oh, definitely. Oh, sure. Like watching watching this in school makes sense to me. Watching this for fun is not a plan that I have. You know what I mean? It was yeah. uh, it was Ray Fiennes who got nominated for Best Actor. He did not oh, okay. win. Or Best Actor, actor and Best Supporting. Okay. Liam Neeson got nominated for Best Actor, obviously. I guess he didn't win. No. Okay. Who won that year? Don't know. Okay, that's fine. I'm trying to think. What was that, 93? 94. 94? The 94 Oscars. Uh, so was it, yeah, oh, Tom it Hanks was for Philadelphia. Game. Okay. Well, two pretty dark roles. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, no, I it bubbled for me. It was like my first bubble. I thought of it right away, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I when I think of Spielberg, I think of like fun, and this is this is not fun, but it's not supposed to be. So. No, it, it, that's totally my, fair. But it's 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 an incredible cinematic it, achievement, and I can't yes. not put it on my list. It might be, he's got a few of those that are like really good, but like wow. <laughs> like, yeah. 
I, I don't want to watch these like that much anymore. So, uh, okay, very good, very good pick. Uh, Corey, My number, number two, two. I'm expecting to hear those that that magic word we all love. Uh, my number two is Jaws. Yeah, table. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> come on. I, I <laughs> almost should. Jaws? I almost was just like, oh, I'm tabling it for next time, and just should just let it lie. I know, I'm trying to oh, I know what your number one is. Okay. I know what your number <laughs> one is. Okay. Um, my number two then is a uh, table from earlier. It'd be E.T. That's higher on the list than I expected it to be for okay. you. But cool. Good on you. E.T. is like the greatest movie about children I think okay. I've ever seen. And it's and Spielberg does some very clever things when uh, when making this movie. For instance, the only adults where you have like see like up close the kids talking to mm-hmm. the adults like face to face is the mom and like the doctor who also likes aliens because those are the two characters that the kids can identify with. Whenever you else any other time you see an adult in the movie, it's like a shot of like their legs and their torso. You don't get a like a full view of their face. This is kind of because they're kind of like evil faceless figures so to speak and so it's very kid-centric um stranger things oh easily yeah time <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's enough time has passed it no but it's the same plot it, it really is kids playing dungeon and dragons come come across a telepathic being like it's <laughs> it's it's exact it's exactly uh et i but, remember uh, so little of et so i'll take your word for that oh uh, i yeah and et has an alien he's cool i mean it's a good design. I love the Reese's Pieces aspect of it. I love the Bond, him and Elliot form. Uh, I like how you only see bits and pieces of E.T. until he's, like, fully revealed. And, like, it's it's just a well-designed alien. And it's, it's like, curious. Like, uh, it's, it's he's interesting to look at, so to speak. Um, Henry Thomas plays Elliot. He does a pretty incredible job with it. His career really didn't take off, although he's doing the... Uh, the um, the haunting of hill house shows and that's really the only other oh thing that's my god him that's him other than yeah that's him wow yeah, adult. did we did we talk about this before have we brought this up i that's... i believe so i believe so i wouldn't doubt yeah. it every time i see this movie i eat copious amounts of reese's pieces um i have the original cut too which i think is a little bit better because they kind of remastered it and added some cgi aspects of it and took some things out to make it more kid friendly like when uh elliot and et take off in the bicycle um he's wearing a helmet now the adults are trying to corral them the adults have like guns like they're gonna gun them down like i don't think they really were but they were like threatening to that's been cgi replaced with like Walkie-talkies. Walkie-talkies and bullhorns and stuff like that. But I remember as a kid watching that, I'm like, wow, that's pretty jarring. Like, like, they're going to, like, waste this kid. Angry mob. Because he has an alien. Uh, When he has to say goodbye at the end, it's, like, heart-wrenching, man. It's like an intergalactic friendship, right? It's a great friendship movie. But The greatest pen pal you will ever know. Pretty much. I just love how kid-centric it is, and it's... um. Interesting that Spielberg would make this, considering the movies he made up to that point are like very adult. They're like adult adventure, and this was like a kids' adventure. So I love ET. Love it. He loves it, everybody. <laughs> Anything to add, boys? 
I love Reese's Pieces, and that's all I remember from. This. I didn't get to rewatch it for this, so I haven't seen it. Since I, I was a like. Kid. Uh, I mean, nothing I'm going to say is going to do anything other than beat a dead horse when it comes to ET. But I will add that I do love the fact that that whatever species of aliens that ET is has popped up in uh, a number of other universes and like the fun conspiracy theories that have come about that. So if you watch like the prequel trilogy of star Wars, you see um, ET creatures in the Senate. And then like one of like the Reddit theories that have popped off of that is that the reason he was so attached to and like kept pointing at the Yoda figurine is because where he's from, he knows like he knows of Yoda. So it's like, he yeah. recognizes it. He recognizes it. It's not a figurine. It was a kid in the uh, costume. That's what it is. Yes, yes. During the Halloween. Yeah. But yep. the figurines are like Boba yeah. Fett and So, so like, they, like and... he, he recognizes these things. I mean, it doesn't really hold water because uh, Star Wars is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, right? It's so, such I mean, a, it's, it's the, the weirdest thing. Also. You never know. <laughs> Star Wars does its own thing. Yeah. That's cool, though. Definitely fun for the fans. Anyway, we're going to move on to... Your number two. That's number ones. My, I just said it was E2. Oh, right, never mind. Sorry. So, Joe, let's talk about Jaws. Let's sorry. talk about Jaws. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do we want to talk about my number one okay. first and then get I to Jaws? I feel like Jaws sure, is So, Corey, let's talk about Saving Private Ryan. Let's talk about Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Bubble. Yes, absolutely. That bubble for, for you? That's unbelievable. Corey, you bubbled. know yeah, the, my whole yeah. list. Yeah, you're right. I just, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I'm just realizing now that I'm the only one who had the good sense to put on Spielberg's best movie on Spielberg's best movie list. It's crazy to me. Um, you're right. It is crazy. Oh my god, I can't. Bubbles. No, I. I it's dude. It, Saving Private Ryan is groundbreaking when it comes to war movies. As far as visual representations of a war, this is a new wave. It, it it made it real. You've watched war movies and they never felt real before. That the the Normandy invasion felt real. It goes on for so long. It's like sure does. It's it rough. sure does. <laughs> it sure does. You have World War Two vests leaving theaters because it felt too real to them. Like it, it felt more real than a lot of other war films have ever felt before. Okay, can we just limit that to World War Two? Because I feel like Apocalypse Now and Platoon had the same effect on Vietnam veterans, and they came out like way before Saving Private Ryan. I, mean, I guess so. I guess we can make that. We, you, we can make that caveat if that makes you feel better. But no, I mean that just just what you're saying. Like it is groundbreaking, but like knowing people that have saw those movies, like, I can't handle it because it was like. Very real and like happened shortly thereafter. So I just wanted to. Throw Fair that enough. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Saving Private Ryan. The story behind it is super interesting. I think the cast does a great job playing all the different parts of this little squadron. There are so many people in this movie that I never realized. I rewatched so it for this many people. And I was like, holy shit! So many people in this movie. Vin, Vin Diesel's, Diesel's in this Pepper. movie. Barry Pepper, Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah. Giovanni Ribisi. Paul Giamatti's in it. Ted Danton's in it. Yeah. Wow. Everybody's in this. There's so many people in this movie. Um, 
I like what they do at the opening and the close where it like morphs into Tom Hanks eyes. And then when it morphs back, it wasn't Tom Hanks. Like you, you go through this whole movie thinking that the old guy that shows up on the beach at the start is Tom Hanks. Cause that's what they lead you to believe. Yeah. It was supposed to be his memory, but it's not, it's not, it's, it's right. It's private. Oh, I actually never thought it was Tom Hanks. Did I, did I fail? I mean, no, it's just when you, when it morphs, like when, like the opening scene morphs to the battle of mm-hmm. Normandy, it morphs into Tom Hanks. Okay. Yeah, so I you go you. through it thinking that it's him. And then when you morph back, you find out that it isn't, but you also just found out that Tom Hanks doesn't make it through the ba- that battle. So clearly it can't be. I'm surprised it only bubbled for you guys though. What, what kept it off your list? I put one painful movie on my list. I wasn't going to do two. <laughs> I wanted I wanted Spielberg okay. to be more about fun for me. I have his I have three uncomfortable Spielberg movies on my bubble. That's and I I, I put those there Fair. for a reason. Saving Private Ryan is not a fun watch for me. It's it's, it's not. It's it is realistic. I'll, I'll give you that aspect of it. The acting is incredible, but it's not something I want to revisit all the time. It's it's not. The same. It's it's a good movie, but yeah, I'm not going to rewatch it and like. Oppum kills it kills me in this movie. Like, it, that it's painful to watch at the end. It is. Like, I mean, and not like in like, a haunting. This was crazy war way. It's just like this sucks. It did. It did suck at the end there. That's fair. Yeah, I. I this is one of those movies where it it is more applicable on both sides of my life, right? Like, I could bring this into the classroom. I did. See, I saw this in social studies value. in high school. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm sure. Like, could make a very strong case of why I should be wa- playing this movie in, in a classroom, but will also watch it on my TV at home if it's on. Like, it, without without question, without fail. Um, it was weird that this this came out right. Saving Private Ryan came out right around the time Band of Brothers came out too, and Spielberg had his hands in that also. Very very similar um, projects. So, I mean, just in case, it was just you know, a good... In case one failed, he had another one. He's big into World War II stuff. He does a lot of World War II stuff. It seems that way, yeah. I, th- yeah. I think Bannon Brothers was more due to the success of Saving Private Ryan. Probably. Yeah, yeah I mean, like I said, the projects dropped very close um, in time, and I'm fairly certain Ryan came first. 98 was so. Ryan. So. Wow, was it really 98? Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's crazy to me. I What was it? I could have swore it happened in the 2000s. No, it's, it's late 90s. Oh, my God. I actually um, thought it was earlier than that, but, yeah, looking it up now, it's 98. Um, and Band of Brothers is 01, so, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't really have that much to add. I, I understand uh, people love it. It's, it's a, 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 again, a great yeah. movie. Yeah, I get it. If you're, if you're a war movie buff. I am. I'm a war movie buff. I'm a history buff. I, I mean, I, I'm also... This movie builds drama in such a way that, like, you're on the edge of your seat and your heart is breaking every scene, right? And, like, sometimes that's the, like, that's what I want out of a movie. Where, like, dumb, fun action flicks are great. Sometimes I want a little more depth out of my movies, and and Saving Private Ryan provides that for me. Okay. Yeah. I I get it. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about Jaws and... Why Jaws is the greatest movie that's ever happened? Well, not the greatest movie that's ever happened. At least not to me. But one of my three favorite movies. I love Jaws. <laughs> it's great. 
He does. He fucking loves Jaws. Wearing Can't Jaws confirm. t-shirt right now. Um, I, I've, talked, I've talked about Jaws a lot. Um, it, it's a very tremendous undertaking by a very young Steven Spielberg. I think he was 26 or 27 when he made this, which is pretty astounding to me. Um, he wanted the project. He initially wasn't the first choice. He asked for it. And his whole thing was he's going to do it out in the open water, which is really something you can't do because there's a lot of variables people don't take into account. And if this movie was made on a Hollywood soundstage in a big water tank, it wouldn't be nearly as effective. Oh, no way. A lot of things went wrong with filming this, and that's kind of why it makes the movie so good is they had to pivot and do certain things, and it just clicked with audiences, and it, and it really worked. Um, yeah, it would not be number one if not for the accidents. Sure. Like, the mechanic, the shark is supposed to do all sorts of crazy things. They built it. It worked fine in the fresh water. They bring in a salt water, and it sunk right to the bottom of Martha's Vineyard. The reason they chose Martha's Vineyard as the location for filming is because the ocean floor is 35 feet deep. So when the shark eventually malfunctioned and sunk to the bottom, it wasn't that hard to retrieve it. So a lot of this movie is, for the, the production, it was like a 24-7 project where they had to um, rescue the mechanical shark dry it off, repaint it, dry the paint. And by the time that was all that undertaking took place, they had to shoot again. Like it was just constant around the clock. The f- f- uh, cast and crew hated it. <laughs> they, they nicknamed it Flaws. It was supposed to be a 55-day project. It took three times as long. Um, but for those reasons, like it's a great piece of f- filmmaking because he, he got a really good movie out of it. This is the first summer blockbuster. This is this movie was supposed to come out um, Christmas of the previous years. The summertime wasn't really where movies were released. It was like kind of like B movies, right? But then Jaws comes out and kind of changes the game. It's so people. much better that it came out in summer. Can Absolutely. you imagine it being completely unrelatable, seeing it at Christmas time, and be like, "Well, it's a beach." Sure, and it probably like it wouldn't be nearly as like no as, as successful. Um, people were afraid to go in the ocean after watching this. Like that's I that's... still am <laughs> for other reasons. No. <laughs> I love, like, we live on an island. I love going to the, as a kid, I love going to the beach, riding the waves and all that. I, I'm never going to venture out too far. Especially, like, these days, you hear about shark attacks all the time, right? And, like, it's weird. This movie takes place in the 70s, so, like, this probably didn't make, like, national news that this man-eating shark was, it, was probably, it probably, like, made, like, local news, right? There's, there's a newscaster there, like, like talking about it at at, uh, at, at some point. But the beach is closed. Stay out of the water. It wouldn't have been, like, a national I mean, story. you don't even have to go out that far. I, I once kicked a shark in the face while I was swimming in the ocean. You're not a great white, though, right? I mean, it's <laughs> No, I don't think so. Doubt it. Yeah, right? But, uh, but great whites do get real, real close. They've no, been known to get in pretty I close. I don't think they can because it's too shallow and they drown. Maybe. What? I don't know. No, because if, if a fish gets into too shallow of water and they can't venture back out, they're, they they kind of like fills up with, it's weird. It's a, it's a weird oh, thing. Okay. Yeah. They, it's, That's um, interesting. Yeah, there's no like great white sharks in captivity like for similar reasons so i think yeah great whites need a ton like a, like an absolute massive amount of space to live yeah. so anytime you bring them into captivity what what ends up a lot of times what happens is they uh they essentially break their skulls because they keep running into the like swimming into the glass because they think there's more space than there is 
Yeah, I don't even know if they would like. I don't know if an attempt to even bring a great white into captivity. I don't think they can be trained. You know, they're just they're they they're bred to do. They're not even bred. They're created to do two things: swim and eat. Yep, <laughs> that, that's instincts. that's it. They're not palling around with other fish. They they don't swim in pods. They're just by themselves. It's a pretty crazy like creature so to speak and uh solo hunters yeah without the success of draws like there's no shark week and everybody loves shark week also this is like the first major shark movie and this is the only good shark it's the only good one it is all the sequels are garbage and people make arguments. i don't know guys we we can't just sit here and shit on deep blue sea like that was gonna bring up people bring up deep blue sea it's not good (laughs) 47 meters down uh the shallows uh the Meg? Yeah, Joe, tell us about the Meg. Oh, I How hate that movie. That that's a, Yo, that's a two-hour movie had... that feels like four. Yeah, it is a two-hour movie that feels like four. 47 Meters Down, I enjoyed the shit out of, though. I, I, It's nowhere near... It's not. It shouldn't even be in the same conversation as a conversation about, like, Jaws, but 47 Meters Down is a fun movie to watch. Like, it, yeah. it's stupid, but it's fun as fuck to watch. That's the one with the cage, right? Where they get yep. trapped in the cage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I don't know. It's critically panned. I didn't care care for it. Anyway, what was the what was the Blake Lively one? The Shallows, right? That's the Shallows. Where they go you're scuba right, diving right. and then the boat they come up and the boat's gone. Mm-hmm, something like yeah. that. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, but I, I yeah I can't talk enough about Jaws. It's uh it's phenomenal. It is really really good. I'm glad it's your number one, my friend. All right, right back at you. Now, at this point, should I read the guest top five, or do we do the madness and read the guest one at the end? I think we do it at the end. Okay. But we got to do our bubbles oh, yeah, first, bubbles right? Yeah, bubbles, too. Okay. Um, absolutely. So, do you, uh, whoever wants to start, please reveal your bubbles. I'll go. Uh, my bubbles are Catch Me If You Can, uh, Minority Report, Okay. which it, it, that that's a super, for me, movie. I don't think it's necessarily a great movie. I don't think a lot of other people like it as much as I do, but... Future sci-fi, Tom Cruise, some action. Sign me up. I watched it for uh, this, and, and yeah, it's it's a. It didn't do it for me. It's very long. Like it's it's good. It's just it is long. Very eh. long. Yeah, it's it's not it's not in the top five. Like that's no, like definitely not. I, I probably wouldn't even make my top ten, but it's something that I wanted to mention and bring up. Uh, and again, mostly for me, Hook. Yeah, I would movie been, that we did not get to talk about. I would, I would have not have been surprised if Hook made one of your five. I've never seen it, but I know a lot of people who would put it in like their favorite movie list. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great retelling of the Peter Pan story. Robin Williams is spectacular in it. It's whimsical. It's fun. It's lighthearted. It's it's a it's a great great live action Peter Pan movie. Yeah, without question. I, it's probably more of like a cult hit. I would say probably. Yeah. I I don't think that was critically like acclaimed either, but now people love Hook though. I mean, yeah, people our age especially talk talk to them, and it's like one of their five favorite movies, right up there with Princess Bride. <laughs> and Princess Bride is one of the best movies ever made. I've never seen Hook, but I would imagine Princess Bride is better. Oh my God! Yeah, Rotten Tomato score go for Hook. Hook forty-seven. Um, thirty-one. 29. Okay, wow. okay. And again, going to your point about how it's like a cult hit and like audience yeah. fans love it. Audience score is 76. Okay. okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Huge gap. Huge gap there. A little bit, a little bit of a gap. 
Hmm. So I guess that's shortly before he made Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's 1991. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 1991. All right. Joe, is that it for your bubbles, Corey? Those are my bubbles, yep. Joe, what'd you have? I already mentioned both my bubbles, but they're Saving Private Ryan and Jurassic Park. Okay. My bubbles no cigar. were Schindler's List, Saving Private Ryan, um, The Color Purple. It's a very... Uh, Never seen it. Yeah, it's, it's another tough watch about um, segregation and African-Americans and... Oprah Winfrey's in it. It's uh, made in the '80s. Another very long movie, um, but it's a uh, it's an important movie for sure. But it's uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a rough one. And then always, I've talked about that plenty of times. And uh, not his best work by far, but a fun story for me. Fair enough. All right, so let's get into the madness. Um, now that our lists have been revealed, the madness can begin. We will now spin a digital wheel to determine which five movies will make our top five list. Each of us have the right to veto a selection that we disagree with. However, prior to the show, we have each protected a selection from our own lists. These selections cannot be vetoed. If a veto attempt is made on a protected film, that veto is thrown out, and that person loses their one and only veto. So... Without further ado, boys, let me uh, pull up the digital wheel here. Let's get to it. Make sure the volume's down. I still got to make a new wheel. Dealer's choice, whatever whatever volume you want. Either none or some. That's all right. We're good. I'll keep it consistent. Okay. All right. First spin is in. We got Corey's number four, which is E.T. I'm okay with it. Next. Joe, you good? <laughs> I'll let, it, okay. I'll, let it, I'll let it be in there. Okay. Corey, I assume you're good? Never know if yeah. you be wild card. <laughs> <laughs> I vetoed my own before, and I'll veto my own again. It's not late enough to find out what Corey's truly made Corey's of. Corey's number it's one, true. Saver Private Ryan. Made my bubble. I'm good with that. Joe, you're good? Yep. Same. Yep. Okay. Next spin. Joe's number two, which is Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Okay. One, two, three. Oof. Here we go. <laughs> it's getting wild it's getting now. Wild. Next spin. Chose five, which is ready player one. Player one. Vito? Okay. Vito it, take it off. Alright. It, 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 we got it we gotta we gotta hold out for Jaws yeah. here. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yes we do. Big travesty. Next spin. Joe number four, which is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm going to let it go. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, all right. I mean, I got my veto ready. Let's. Uh, yeah, same these. We got three shots at it, boys. Well, potentially. Well, three selections on our list. Yeah. Matt number three, which is also Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Okay. Ooh, all right. I like that you can't look at the wheel. I didn't <laughs> spin it. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm. Helps if you look. Corey's number five, which is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. <laughs> all right. All right. We're okay. What's We're okay this, here, guys. The suspense we've built up is amazing. It's palpable. Matt's number two, which is E.T., already on the list. <laughs> I think the odds are in our favor, though, right? Statistically, it, I mean, this should be. There's only two movies left to go with. Corey's I number think. four, which is E.T. 
I'm, I'm pretty sure there's only two movies left that can go on the list. Joe's number three, which is Catch Me If You Can. I'm going to I'm going to veto it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Not protected. Oh, shit. See the Jurassic Park or Jaws at this point. Yeah, it's it. It's a, I think uh, those are the only two left. I forgot about Catch Me If You Can. So did I, briefly. Matt's five, which is Catch Me If You Can. I just want to know if Jaws is... Corey's a- number two, <laughs> which is Jaws. Jaws. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> How much would you hate me if... <laughs> <laughs> just so we can get on a number yeah. one seriously all right so i think we got like a really good slate of five here i got no issues or what we got we got jaws shindo's list et west crusade and what's the last one um saving private ryan okay so jurassic park didn't yeah. make it but i'm i'm fine with what we have i on can there. live with yeah, that i can live with that as well yeah so, boys. All right, so now the, the fun part of ordering this list. I mean, Jaws is a 1-1-2, one, one, Corey. Yep, uh, Jaws yeah. is 1. Jaws should be 1, yep. Yeah, Jaws should be That's 1. That's the easiest one yes. for this list. Um, E.T. is a 2-4. Then you have Saving Private Ryan as your 1. And then you got Schindler's List as Joe's single 2. Then Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade made all three lists. So I will, I will say Schindler's List should probably be 5. Okay. I'm willing to take that hit because as, as it made the list. That's all I cared about. Um, it's up to you guys, though, if you agree or disagree. I my my suggestion go would be um, uh, E.T. at four, and then Indiana Jones at three, Saving Private Ryan, Corey's number one at number two. Is that cool? Yeah, that works for me for sure. Okay. So it would be Jaws, Saving Private, Saving Private Ryan, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, E.T., Schindler's List. I'm good with that. So wait, wait, wait. Last Crusade made all three, it though, did. right? I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, ba- <laughs> I'm also okay. Yeah, we, we could swap I'm trying. with E.T. I'm also okay. It, it, I want it in the top three for okay. sure. But Last Crusade having made all three lists. I'm cool with putting that at two because it is a lot more fun of a movie. To I watch. would agree with that. That was my initial thinking, but I, you have a personal connection with the film. I don't want to step on it. I do, no, and I, I, I do truly appreciate that. I think, I think that logically, Saving Private Ryan should be should slide into three. Last Crusade made all three of our list. I don't think there's a human being that has seen that movie that wouldn't be like, I want to watch that movie right now. If you walked up to a hundred people that have seen Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade and said. Hey, do you want to watch Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? Ninety of them say yes. So for rewatchability's so, sake, we'll put Save It Private Ryan. Through. Yeah, exactly. And we're and we're both yeah. cool with ET at number four. Yeah, that's yes. fine. All right, very good. Well, all three of us. All three of us. <laughs> all right, that's our five. I'll read them off. If you can't follow it at home, because this part is very confusing. We have uh, number five, Schindler's List. Number four, E.T., the extraterrestrial. Number three, Saving Private Ryan. Number two, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And the number one Steven Spielberg movie is Jaws. It's a good list. It's a good slate. No issues. It is. it, honestly, yeah. That'd be a good day. Like, if I had to sit down and, like, watch watch our top five Steven Spielberg movies well, we'll from be five to one. Four-fifths of yeah. a good day. I mean... 
you know. <laughs> listen, it's only listen. It's only going to get better from the first movie. Though. That's true. Five, if you start at the bottom, it's yeah, yeah. Only going to get better. Man, Schindler's List. Schindler's List. E.T. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> but then, but then you get Last yeah. Crusade. Crusade and Jaws. Uh, that's a, that's a strong way Memorial to end. Day. Memorial yeah, Day exactly. weekend. I got to throw Jaws on. Find some time for it. Maybe I'll watch that tomorrow afternoon. Listen, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really really shitty rainy weekend. Sure so you're gonna have time to watch movies. Set up set up a, a kiddie pool. Fill it with the rain. Sit in it. Watch Jaws. Sounds like the dream. I got. That sounds so, awful. Someone gave me tickets for um, for uh. Jaws on the Lake, and it was, like, terrible. It was so loud. No one paid attention to the movie. They'd, like, serve concessions, but they, like, paddled it out to you. It was, like, not that... That's yeah, so weird. it was, like, a good idea in theory, but, like, not... Yeah. I would never do it again. Poor execution. Um, the YMCA camp I, I worked at used to do movies on the lake just like that, and cool idea. I, I, don't, I don't know that it'll ever work no. in practice. I mean, if it's a movie nobody cares about. Or if a movie you don't have to like really concentrate for, like, um, I don't know. I mean, Jaws isn't the worst for that because there's a lot of nonverbal parts mm-hmm. of Jaws. There's a lot of just action scenes. Not action scenes, but like motion. Like, if it's like a good like stand up and cheer movie, I like multiple parts, you know? I don't know. Like, if you're trying mm-hmm. to watch Quint talk about the, uh, the, the 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 500 the the indianapolis oh yeah that, that part you hear someone suck. go like woo yeah. popcorn it's kind of <laughs> 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 not the greatest but um all right we're gonna bring this segment back i'm gonna read uh my my wife's top five my wife tracy had a top five list for this i'm gonna start with her bubble she put always we do like that her she put a little blurb for each one she put uh when the plays go, when the plane goes down in flames, smoke gets in your eyes. Smoke gets in your eyes is like the uh, the song that they play throughout the the movie. And then she put pretty dress in a cute story. So, I guess if you haven't seen the movie, you wouldn't get it. But um, number five, she put catch me if you can. Always a fun, always Good a choice. one, always a fun watch when you're rooting for the bad guy. Hanks and Leo, America's sweethearts together on screen. Wow. Okay. Uh, number four, Minority Report. Interesting premise, Tom Cruise, and murder, in all caps, with two exclamation points. <laughs> murder. Her number said. three is Jaws. She know. put the, the Dinosaur what? of the Sea, most compelling, monotonous theme song ever <laughs> written. And she put the dog doesn't get eaten. Not entirely true. We just don't see the dog get eaten. I'm pretty sure the dog does get eaten. The dog's name is Pippin, by the way. If you're ever in a trivia contest, you're welcome. Um, number two, she put Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. She, uh, who doesn't get pumped when they, you hear that theme song? Snakes, Germans, and booby traps. And if you don't like this movie, you have chose poorly. And mm, I yeah, see what she exactly. did there. She got some witty quips. And her number one is Jurassic Park. She does love dinosaurs. I had a feeling. Despite being a stink, dinosaurs never get old. It still holds up, looks realistic, still suspenseful after multiple watches, and go T-Rex. All right. That's her top five. Good job, Trace. Cool. Good job. Good job. You're getting a high five from Absolutely. your husband later. I mean, Jaws at three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's that's why it's not like a high ten. Pretty good, nonetheless. Do we want? Do we want to do a second? Because I I did. I yeah, did no. A friend if they send me his five. Yeah, he did. He did his, and, and I, I actually. Ready, get ready to say invalid list here, boys. Oh, no. Uh, number five, Jaws. Oh, it's in, it's in the top five. Number f- 
least in the top it, five. Yeah. yeah. Number four, Catch Me If You Can. Number three, Minority Report. Two is Jurassic Park, and one, jo- Indiana Jones and the Last. Oh, Crusade. okay. No okay. Raiders. Yeah, his no Raiders. He's the, he's he's with us. He thinks that number number three is far more enjoyable. It's far more fun. Yeah, I think it might be. I think it might be one of the only trilogies where like the third. A, like a lot of fans think that it's better than it's weird, man. It's like different sects of people. Like the film critics, like Raiders of the Lost Ark, make some people's like top five movies ever made. And I don't want to shit on Raiders. Yeah. Raiders is incredible. It, it certainly oh, it's is. Really great. I mean, yeah. someone released a cut of Raiders in black and white, and they took the dialogue out, and it's still an amazing movie. It's a really cool watch. If you guys can track that down, it's available online in certain places. But it's uh, yeah, it's kind of like um. The Mad Max noir, when they show that in uh, The Fury Road in black and white, it was like along the same line. So it's pretty cool. Like the action and the directing is so great, you don't need words. So Raiders is very good. I just prefer Last Crusade. And I'm glad the, the yeah. two of you. It's more fun. Raiders drags a I tiny guess the bit. five of us with the guest list uh, all agree. Raiders is, yeah. um, Last Crusade <laughs> is a little bit more fun. All right, social media time. I'm going to plug my own personal Twitter. Oh, you guys want to do protects? Oh, yeah, well, I just didn't want to get fucked over this week, so my protect was Jaws. Jaws? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was a way the, that was... Yeah, the crazy world where someone's vetoing Jaws. I, it's, it's, you know what? I'm not taking a chance. <laughs> it's fair. It's That's... fair. I uh, I protected Saving Private okay. Ryan. Yep. Can you guess I, what I protected? I... Jaws? No. Yeah, okay. Who? That makes sense. Yeah. Well, Oh, Schindler's? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's uh, might be uh, that objectively might be his best, but I don't know. Spielberg means different things to different people, so yeah, totally for sure. Good, good, good call on revealing the protects. Um, my personal Twitter, best way to get in touch with me, uh, Matt Jansen. Uh, handle is at uh, mr underscore Janny J A N N Y. Uh, we have a Twitter for the show, at 5 Movie Madness, the number 5. And if you want to email the show, we will read the email. As long as you're not offensive, I mean, we don't get emails. So we will definitely read it on air. And if you have a list from a previous show, if you know us in real life and we tell you it ahead of time you want to email it in, it's 5 Movie Madness, that's the number 5, at gmail.com. I'm refreshing the inbox to make sure we don't have one. We yeah. don't. We still hey, don't have guys, one. Guys, email, okay. email in. Damn it. <laughs> It's fun. I love talking with Joe and Corey about the top five movies. I love hearing other people's top five also. And the people I tell about the podcast, they always volunteer their top fives. They never email it in. So just do it. <laughs> just do it. Nice. Uh, Corey, Joe, you want to reveal your uh, social media handles? Yeah, absolutely. If you want to uh, talk to with me, talk with me on Twitter about sports, movies, or Dogecoin, I am at I am City Folk Soul. And if you like craft beer, you can follow me on Instagram at For Craft's Sake. And you can shoot me a tweet about movies or really whatever you want, and maybe I'll hop on Twitter and see it at Juice Clerk. Uh, uh, an autographed book on Twitter last week. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, we nice. want What's Fish book? Sticks, the curious case of the rebranding of the New York Islanders in the mid-90s. The author still lives on Long Island, and he's okay. like, the Islanders won game four. Retweet, follow, put your Twitter handle. So the Islanders won game four, and I got a, uh, a, a mention saying, hey, congratulations, Adam Arjani. And he inscribed it. It was pretty cool. So 
Yeah. Very mad book to win. So I read another book called you. Fish Sticks, and I was like, oh, do I have this already? But no, it's a different book. So, both about the Islanders. Very cool stuff. So, guy, I guess that concludes the show. Won't plug next week's because I don't know when this is coming out. Because <laughs> who knows which one you're exactly. hearing next. But as always, boys, this was a lot of fun to do. Great director, great times. Um, and uh, I guess good night, everybody. <laughs>